If you want to start living your calling, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Nanyam Baker has had many people in her life tell her that she needs to be working with kids. In fact, it seemed like no matter what field she was working in, someone was always pushing her to start a career in education. Nanyam never pictured what life could look like until she found me in the Preschool All-Stars. Now she's embraced her calling and is planning to start an online school and tutoring program for students with disabilities. Listen in to discover how you can start living your calling too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and I'm joined today by Nanye. How are you doing today? I'm good in yourself. I'm doing fantastic, and I'm excited to get to speak to you. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. All right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So um, what's going on, and what was going on before you met Joy and joined the All-Stars? Well, before I met Joy, I was I was in I was doing Mary Kay. Okay. And um actually it was funny because when I was doing Mary Kay, I was actually in a business group on Facebook and the leader of the group came to me and she said, you know what? She said, You need to it'd be good for you to teach kids. Mm. <laughs> what what I, made her say that? I have no idea to this day. I wondered that myself. And she's like, you know, this direct sales thing, it's good, but you, you, you really need to teach kids. Wow. And, it's, like and a, it's like an angel from above, just dropping little nuggets down. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> exactly. And even, even though she said that, I didn't really pay it much mind. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay. Well, that's, it was that's, out of nowhere. It wasn't even on your mind at that point. Right. And then maybe about about six months later, I ran across Joy's ad for her book. And I had seen it, but I didn't know, you know, how you run across ads on Facebook all the time. You wonder yeah. if you're like, I don't know if this is real, so oh, I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to. We all had that thought when we ran across Joy's ad. We all, I think we all did. Can't be real. Can't be real. <laughs> right. So. I I had seen it maybe once or twice and I didn't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. And literally like it had to be about a year later. I ran okay. across it. I ran across it again mm-hmm. and the Lord spoke to me and he said, I want you to join that group. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not had, joining. Anything, had anything changed? Like, was there any big changes from the first time you saw it to the time that you actually, you know, decided to go for it? No, I would. Well, I was still, I was still doing Mary Kay at the time. Okay. Um. Well, I won't say no. There, there was a major change, and and the major change was that 2020 had just, you know, it had just hit, and I it had been, a, yeah, and it had been about a year in, mm-hmm. and my aunt at the time she was teaching public school, and literally like 
her, the whole dynamics of the public school had, had to shift. Yeah. And, and it was really, it was really a hard transition for her. Yeah. And, um, but she, she managed and she did pretty well. I said, well, if she can do it, I can try it out. <laughs> yeah, totally. I said, I can try it out. Okay. So, so have you always, have you always, you know, enjoyed working with kids? Have you worked in that with them in other capacities? Yeah, I have. Um, literally ever since I was about eight years old, um, I've always been in some capacity teaching kids somehow, okay. whether, whether it was just, you know, kids younger than me coming to me saying, well, I don't know how to do this and I'm showing them how to do it. Or as I got older, I became a camp, a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. And when you're a camp counselor, you got, you got kids coming to you all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of shaped my, my, my love for teaching. I do have a love for teaching now. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, <laughs> you know, I didn't have it. Um, when, when I began, I really didn't have it, but over time, Mm-hmm. I did see that I had, I do have, you know, mm-hmm. a love for it. So, yeah. I mean, when you're working with kids in any capacity, whether it's camp counselor or teacher, like you are teaching them because kids are learning all the time, you know, that's so even if you're a camp counselor, you're teaching them something in some way, whether it doesn't have to be in a classroom, it can be, you know, in a field playing soccer, you're teaching them sportsmanship, you know, it could, there's, there's, you're always teaching a kid when you're working with them, even if it's not teaching. Right. And then from there, well, after, after counseling kids for about three or four years, I went on to actually teach in a public school. Okay. Um, I was a teacher's assistant. Well, it was it was a a summer youth program, and I got the chance to be a teacher's assistant um, for disabled children. And how was that? And I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I loved working with the kids, but I, I at that time my focus was somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> like I, I wanted, you know, my my career path. I wanted to become a lawyer. Oh, and that, interesting. That, yeah, and that's what I was focused on at the time. But even still, um, upon taking that job, the lady that I worked with, she was like, "You really need to consider teaching kids." <laughs> <laughs> so you were you had people telling you you were just pushing back, <laughs> right, right. And um, you know, even even yeah, I was just pushing back, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like it, various times throughout my life, I've had people come to me you need to consider teaching kids <laughs> you know so that's, that's been, yeah so now I am yeah I mean hey all, and all those people are like told you so <laughs> right <laughs> so you when you taught when you were a teacher's aide but you were were you going to school for law to be a lawyer or you had those plans what made you turn away from the lawyer thing because that's that's well, very different well, I was going, I was, that's what I was going to school for. Okay. And I was getting ready to apply to go to grad school. Mm-hmm. And upon me getting ready to apply to go to grad school, I was praying about where, you know, what, which grad school I should go to. Mm-hmm. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, that's not what you're going to do. Mm. What did you end up doing from there? I ended up running a home-based school out of my house. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like so, a daycare or a preschool or tutoring or what kind of thing? 
But it was it wasn't a daycare. It was actually a private school, but it started in my home. That's awesome. And from there, um, after about four years of doing that, I was going to get a building space, mm-hmm. and um, that that's a whole story in itself. What ended up happening was the the person I was going to rent from, um, the day that I was supposed to rent from them, they told me to come down see the place again to make sure that I wanted it and I didn't I didn't understand I thought that was kind of weird but I didn't really pay much mind to it and when I got there they were running a preschool of their own using using my um they had asked me to send in you know a rough draft for what I was going to do mm-hmm. and I and I'm thinking you know they're doing this out of out of just you know I didn't think they anything back Right, just so they know what's going on. I never expected them to run their own program. That is <laughs> so. crazy. That's a crazy story. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that so then you didn't get that building, obviously, because they already had something going on. So what happened with your school in your home? Well, I had a total of six students, and the school ran for about a year. Mm-hmm. How and old were the students? They they ranged in age. I mean, it was like a multi. It was actually like a multi age classroom. I had ages four, five, six. Then I had two that were in fifth grade, and some going to sixth grade. And were they so, with you all day, like Monday through Friday, or did they come certain hours? They were with me all day. Okay. All day. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you had like a whole one room schoolhouse going on. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> And, and how did um, you like that? I loved it. I loved it. I had a ball. And, um, so that's, awesome. that's yeah. So that's been my journey. Okay. So far. Okay. So you were doing the Mary Kay thing, and you were like, "All right, I gotta, I, I gotta." You know, people are telling me I need to do this. Then joy popped up, and then joy popped up again. A little while later, mm-hmm. and you were like, all right, fine, universe, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's been going on since then, since you gave in? <laughs> well, since, since I gave in, okay, so I joined the group in April. Mm-hmm. And as you, as you know, when it comes to joy, you hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Two She's weeks. not going to let you slack. She, yeah, so- <laughs> She's like, we're in it 30 days to do it all, do it. <laughs> <laughs> right so two weeks two weeks into it and she was like well everybody has to be posting their fam- founding founding family script and I'm like family founding family what mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because the panic just, sets in what? yeah <laughs> right so um I I was able to get it done and mm-hmm. upon me getting it done um I didn't really get much traction from it mm-hmm. but what what happened to me was, and this was kind of funny because Joy had posted something. There was one of the sisters that had created a, um, like a, a post for free advertising, advertising or something. Okay. And so it was, it was free for us to use. So I used her, the post. And when I used the post, I got 82 responses overnight. What? Oh, you got to share this post. I missed that post. I got to get well, on that post. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all of my students, well, I, I had ran a Facebook ad. I didn't know anything about running Facebook ads, but I said, well, I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. And so I ran a Facebook ad and 
I targeted, actually I targeted other countries because I really want, I've had the experience of teaching kids in the U.S. I wanted the experience of teaching kids internationally. Mm-hmm. And Okay, so this is, your preschool now is online? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so what ended up happening was I targeted um, Argentina, Nicaragua, and Belize. Belize was the last country. And all of my people came from Belize. What? Oh, I got to get on this international thing. How did you? Oh, I got, I got some questions for you. Because <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I'm like, how do I get seen? I got to get, I got to get out to the world, not just America. So I am interested in this. We're going to continue talking. Remind me to circle back to this. Okay. So you okay. got a bunch from Belize. Yeah. Okay. And out of the 82, maybe about six to nine people actually showed up for the class. Okay. Okay. And, so you did like a free uh, live class for them. Is that what the, the ad was? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so I was, I was teaching them and I ended up teaching them for about a month and a half. Okay. And I had an absolute ball. Mm-hmm. And when it came when it came time to end, and I I asked him, I said, "Well, um, you know, it, it's time for you guys to make a decision whether you want to, you know, stick with the program or whether you don't." Mm-hmm. A lot of them told me their kids were already in preschool, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they don't. They were like, "Well, Belize is a poor country, and we, you know, they were like, we can't pay." Or, I, well, some of them I believe didn't want to pay, and mm-hmm. some of them probably probably could not. Mm-hmm. So, does Belize offer um, like universal preschool? I don't know if it. Well, I do know that they do have preschools there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they do an online thing like we do. I can't say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but um, so I am now back. Well, right at the present, what I'm doing is when I began, I was doing live classes. Now I'm doing more so classes by video. Okay, like pre-recorded. And, yeah, and I'm I'm kind of building building my pre-recorded. Yeah. Right now. Cool. So, do you have um, like a, a niche for your program that you market it as? I really don't, but I've I've been I've been toying around with one because okay. I. I'm certified to teach English as a second language. Okay. So I may add it, add that as a, you know, as an add on to my program. I mean, you definitely should, especially if you're marketing to outside of the U S I mean, that's huge. I feel like that's a huge thing that would, uh, I mean, that would be a huge boost. Yeah. You could have, yeah. Like separate classes for ESL. If you're, you know, for international students and then you can have <sighs> a different need for, for, students in the u.s and i've been marketing to d- disabled children too mm. because um i i do not well here where i live we used to have a school for just for them mm-hmm. and they closed the school about two years ago okay and so There's a big i figured well yeah yeah i figured well i will go and you know teach them and, and i i I can identify with them because I have a disability myself. Okay. So, so would you be, is it um, like intellectual disabilities or physical disabilities or both? Is it all encompassing? And what, what kind of um, like classes would, would you do geared to them? 
Well, my 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 disability is more my disability is physical. It's okay. nothing intellectual whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that I would arrange my classes, I would arrange it according to their learning style. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would have individualized um, an individualized curriculum that I could curtail to what their needs are. Awesome. And I think that's where a lot of where a lot of the schools kind of fail. They don't realize that they understand that these kids have disabilities, but they don't understand that they learn very different. Absolutely. And you have you have to you have to understand them mm-hmm. in order to know how they learn because they're not going to fit in one framework. Just because you've been trained to teach a certain way, yes. that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to grasp it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so many kids get left behind because of that, because our school district just can't or won't or doesn't understand that, 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 that need that not all students learn. I mean, even neurotypical students, you know, even like not all students learn the same, no matter what, if if you're disabled or not. Right. 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 So it's so rigid Mm -hmm. what we've put, you know, we've created that so many students are getting left behind and Mm -hmm. programs that that would cater to that and be able to make individualized plans for disabled or not disabled students is needed, very needed. And I know so many parents are desperate for these kinds of of programs. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working on. You got a plan. Okay. (laughs) You're putting it into action. So how... Um, so you did, you, you offered like a, a free class. It was like a month and a half. Was it weekly mm-hmm. and it, it was live? How, how many times a week was it? And how did you run it? Well, I did, I did it twice a week. Okay. And it, it was a live class and I did it. I had to do it at 1, 1 PM because the time difference, the, the time difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so you mark when you marketed it to specific. Why did you choose those specific countries, and how did you even do that? Well, I chose those specific countries because, well, number one, the the countries I chose, I I know that they were the the poorest countries out here that really don't get quality education, mm-hmm. and I want I just wanted them to have a chance, you know. So that's why I chose those particular countries. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I do it? <laughs> yeah, I'm is telling. it just settings in your in the Facebook ad? Because I feel like it always gives me a choice to do like a certain mile radius, which I don't choose because when like for my local I do, but for my online, mm-hmm. I I feel like I have not gotten the recipe to get my ads actually out there past the U.S. And I don't know if I'm missing like settings I mean I'm sure I am obviously I am but I don't is there like there's a setting that you can choose specific countries well it's as far as I know yeah you can you you can when you when you go into your location it will ask you it will ask you what countries you want to target you can target the United States you can talk any country you want but but I specifically targeted preschool moms Mm-hmm. Um, that had preschoolers ages three to five. Okay. And I look back into all those settings because I got to get back. Yeah. On that. I got to get back on that online marketing mm-hmm. train. <sighs> so, it's very. Uh, it's like a lot to 
It's like a whole, I mean, it is a whole profession learning marketing. <laughs> it is. It is. You're right. That people go to school for. So you're I feel right. like there's so much that I do not know and I need to learn it. I need to learn mm-hmm. it. Quick. So what are you I'm doing sorry. now to prepare for your next step, which is this new program? Well, like I said, right now I'm, I'm building my, my videos up so that I can offer uh, pre-recorded as well as live. I, I prefer the live because you you get to interact with the kids. You hear them yeah. laugh. You, you know, you mm-hmm. hear the, you 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 hear all the interactions. So mm-hmm. I prefer that. But but I did run into a lot of parents that wanted the pre-recorded videos too. Yeah, yeah. So is your plan to offer like twice a week live and twice a week pre-recorded? Mm, no. Okay. What's your plan? <laughs> What my plan is is to offer twice a week live, mm-hmm. and for those that want that would like to have the pre-recorded, do something maybe like a quarterly, like have enough videos for three months. Okay, and then okay. and and then they get the next three months. Oh, okay. Something that's like a, that. That's a, that's a new and interesting way that I haven't yeah. seen before. Okay. So you're just trying to record a bunch now. I'm trying to, I'm on, I'm about to be on winter break and I'm going to try and get as many pre-recorded as I can. Although every time I say that I never catch up <laughs> like I want to, but it's always my goal. Every time I have a break to like just record as many as I can. And then something always comes up, but releasing them in batches is an interesting interesting concept so they would pay would they pay for the three months in advance or would it still be a monthly subscription well it depends if 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 they're if they're more comfortable in doing you know three months Mm -hmm. that's fine but if they want to do a monthly subscription i'd offer that as well Mm -hmm. but you would still give them the three months uh, at the same time like a three-month batch even if they're paying monthly Mm, I'd have to work that one out. I'd, yeah, because then you got then you're given all the content for only one month of pricing, so that would right. I have to yeah. figure that out. Yeah, yeah, but that is an interesting model. And how come? What's the? I mean, you could also do month if you're going to do that. You could do monthly and just you know, are you going to be doing it on the hub? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm trying. Actually, I'm trying to. My my hub doesn't like me. <laughs> oh no have you gone on tech tuesdays get some help with that i have i have but i i I, actually i think i need like someone on like one-on-one somebody Mm -hmm. to really like walk me through how to Mm -hmm. do the i'm on the last step too the last step you're so close oh no i'm sure you can i'm sure you can get beth i'm sure she'll help you if you ask her out she'll she'll help you out yeah Yeah, so um, okay so but that's exciting to be doing this whole new program yes it is it is it and is. then have you um do you know when you're gonna be starting it I don't know yet I don't okay. know yet um I was hoping that it would be this January but I can already tell that it's not okay. <laughs> so that's all right that's all right uh, that's all right you gotta push it out mm-hmm. a little to make it what you want to yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so how come you chose this time around, at least you chose online instead of local? Is it just the space, the lack of space needed for what you would want to do? Yes. I, I actually, I live with other people. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so it's not possible to do that right now. No, okay. not at all. And how do you feel about local versus online? Do you like the online setting or do you prefer local? 
Um, hmm. Honestly, I like the online because you have the flexibility. You don't have to be, if you don't want to, you know, have the, if you don't want to have students constantly, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with local, they're coming. You, you don't They're have to, no but what. if they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel that hard because, you know, I put my local in my garage, so it's still kind of set apart from my house, but that means mm-hmm. that everything that used to be in my garage is now in my house. So we got like bicycles behind the couch in the bed, you know, in the living room and like, just, there's no place to put stuff. So, and then preschool stuff like overflows into the rest of the house. (laughs) The kids aren't really there, but you still got kids coming to your front door twice a day, every day, you know, it's like still a lot. And I only live with my husband and kid, but I know my husband's like, all right, all right, we got a lot of screaming kids downstairs. You know, they're, he's like on a business meeting upstairs and there's just kids like screaming at recess in the backyard. So I understand it's a lot, even when you're, yeah, it's a lot to have the kids come in no matter what. I think ideally yeah. it would be great to have like a, some sort of like, like casita, you know, mm-hmm. that's like on our property, but not attached to our house. I feel like that would be perfect because then the kids don't have to come to your house. They're coming to your property, but they can bypass your house and it kind of separates okay. things. I think that would be like a good option, but it is, it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. to have it in your home, a local with all the kids. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be your your future plan for this new program? But in five years, what would be the ideal? Where would you, you know, the ideal vision for your program in five years? Where do I see it going? Mm-hmm. Well, if it goes off the way that I would like it to mm-hmm. in five years, I, I really kind of see it being. I, I see it not only being for preschoolers. I see it being for adults, maybe adults that never got the chance to go to school mm. or even, even senior citizens that never had, they never went past a certain grade because they had to help their families at a, you know, doing, a, doing whatever era, era they were born. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I see it being a multi-generational thing. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And have you, I mean... Have who Beth does? Have you talked to Beth? Because she also works with students with disabilities on in her school online, and she has students of all ages. So that would be um, something to pick her brain about her program too. Oh, I'm glad you. Talk- I, I have spoken with her, but I I didn't know she had kids of all ages. Yeah, I think she so... goes up to like 21 or 22. I think. Okay. Yeah. So there's definitely a need for that too. I mean, especially with the, you know, with the pandemic for virtual as well. So definitely pick her brain about that because these are needed programs for sure. Parents are looking for them and we need, we need things like this. Mm -hmm. And you know, something, I I think the online, the online space is very good because you have a, people don't think about this, but there are a lot of students that cannot, they can't, they don't have use of their hands. They don't have use. Uh, they may not be able to speak as well, mm-hmm. but just by them being able to listen, by them being able to hear, mm-hmm. they can learn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially if it's individualized to them. Yes. If they're getting like one. So are you planning 
more of like a one-on-one tutoring situation or still have the group classes online? No, I like, I, I like the group class. You like the, the group, group class. class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you would yeah. kind of group them by need. So would you yeah. do like an evaluation when they signed up and then have different classes based on what different students need to work on? Yes. That's how we're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, that's exciting. How has being part of the All-Stars helped you along your journey, even figuring out what kind of program you want to do? Well, it has really, it's opened my eyes to a lot because when you, just hearing about online, you kind of have one perception of what it is. Mm-hmm. But being in Joy's group, it has shown me, like, you can take this, it can be multifaceted. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, you can do all kinds of things with it that people wouldn't even ever think to do. Yeah. And so that that's the way I think this group has impacted me. It's, it's, it's made me see more of, of more of the benefits and the different, the different paths that I can take to do different things with it. Yeah, totally. There are so many women in the group doing so many cool things and creating so many cool, new, innovative ideas for education. It's really an awesome place to get ideas. It is. It is definitely, definitely. And I'm glad, I'm really glad that I became a part of it. You know, I'm, I'm happy that I became a part of it. Awesome. Well, we are too. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I can't wait to catch up with you again next year and see how your program's doing. All right. I can't, I can't wait to let you know. All right. Well, good luck. Good luck with everything. I look forward to following your journey. All right. All thank right. you for talking to me. You're welcome. And Have I'll a great night. You do the same. Bye-bye. If you'd like to have a success story just like that one, I invite you to join our Preschool All-Stars. It's my exclusive membership community where you'll get mentorship from me with weekly Q&A lives, support and guidance and friendship from hundreds of women on the exact same journey as you starting running and growing their preschools, and my exclusive access to Preschool University, every training and done-for-you file that you'll need for every milestone on your journey to help you start, run, and grow your preschool. We've all been there, and we've got the exact same steps that you need to go through, but we do it all very quickly so that you don't have to waste time or money doing the wrong things at the wrong time. We'd love for you to join our Preschool All-Stars membership. Just go to preschoolallstars.com or click the link in the description to immediately jump into Preschool All-Stars. Again, go to preschool allstars.com and we'll see you there.